with the first pick in the DA draft. Welcome to With the First Pick Podcast. Fuzz, happy new year. Happy 2021. How's your new year been so far? It's been good. It was a quiet New Year's Eve, you know, until the fireworks woke me up at midnight. <laughs> you know? I feel like I'm that old guy now, you know, like fire, fireworks at midnight and I'm like yelling at the kids like, hey, stop those fireworks, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to sleep over here. <laughs> You know, nice. but it yeah, was Danny's cool. probably his, Danny's probably sending them off. You know? <laughs> no way. Was that you, Daddy? No, I'm too yeah. old for that now. Danny, what'd you do? How's your New Year? Uh, I spent it with my in-laws because it was my daughter's first Christmas and New Year, so uh, that was cool. Uh, we quarantined in order to do that because uh, we wanted to spend it with my wife's grandparents. But yeah, today was my first day. My my wife officially went back to work, so I've been watching our daughter, and it's like the thing I'm going to do for the next six alone? months. Yeah. Wait, Danny, alone? <laughs> alone. Oh my goodness. So I still have work <laughs> meetings and I'm still working from home. So it's been, it's been rough. So today she's like yelling, I'm in meetings. I'm like, oh my gosh, how am I supposed to do this? So I'm, I'm over here trying to deal. So it's a, uh, it's good. I can't complain though. Um, at, at least she's not, she's still stable. Like she can't go anywhere. If you put her down somewhere, she learned how to flip, so she's just okay. making like circles on the concrete. Flip? What is on the bike? Roll. She knows how to roll, so she rolls off the blanket. So that's, I don't that's even know how to flip. Uh, <laughs> how and are you, you Taylor? Yeah, now you have to deal with us knuckleheads. You had to deal with the baby. Now you got to deal with us two losers, me and Jose, trying to get us through this. Did you it's find fine. a PlayStation Five yet? Still on the lookout here. We're hoping to get those drops. I'm trying to stay active on, you know, Twitter, Danny. You know, I'm texting you, like trying to see if I can utilize your one million connections. So, still on the lookout there. And uh, no, every day we're just we're optimistic. We're just waiting. So do your kids like understand it's like a new year? Like, are they were they excited at all, or did you guys do anything? We um, <laughs> so we stayed up to like what eight forty five nine. All of us. So we all went to bed like at nine. We're like, we, so we just <laughs> like we're doing East Coast. Well, new you Year's. know, I. You know, it was my mistake. I sent Melody to the store. I was like, hey, why don't you get some cider? Total mistake sitting Melody. She comes back with like the pomegranate one. You know, you're like, this is <laughs> oh, disgusting. Man. She says that, she says, oh, you know, like I didn't, like they didn't have any, which is a complete lie. She just wasn't paying attention or she doesn't know. Uh, I should have done it. You know, you can't send a woman to do a man's job here to get the cider. <laughs> Um, so it's just my, I put that on me. So we all drink it, um, but it's less spicy. So Cindy could drink it and stuff. So we just, we said, you know, cheers. We were saying, Hey, you know, what are we wishing for in the new year? And Noah was my favorite. He says, I just hope soup plantation comes back in 2021. Totally. Bro, bro. And oh. I was crying a little bit, not crying, but like, you know, tearing up, you know, when you're so proud and stuff, those blueberry muffins with that ice cream, my goodness. And then it's... later he was like, I probably should have wished for the virus to go away. I was like, no. <laughs> You wish correct. <laughs> so we're good. That he did. That he did. Uh, we don't have too much news out of the NBA. Uh, KD, Michael Porter Jr. and Markinen are all on COVID protocols. That's pretty much the extent uh, of news. So we don't we don't have much but Danny, in terms of offering there's there. someone who's having a really good New Year. Yeah. That's, that's Steph Curry. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Drop Dropping 62. Yeah, he's trying to quiet his haters, um, including us, because we were including talking about Danny Hernandez. Oh, Danny, just you. Well, I was biggest hater on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, you're the one who sold your stock. Drop, drop I sold my stock. stock, and I still have no regrets at you know, all. <laughs> you know, but Danny, I did say he might not win the MVP. I take it back. 
I said he could definitely win the MVP. He keeps doing what he did tonight and last night. He. Uh, I'm just saying that if uh, if it takes Steph to do that every night for you all to like pull a win, I just I don't know how sustainable that's going to be. So we'll, yeah, we'll see. Look, if they get the six seed and he wins the MVP after what James Harden did two years ago, I'll lose my mind. I'll just retire <laughs> from from everything. They can be better. Ubre hit a three today, so uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Maybe, maybe hit a couple. I don't know. I haven't seen, I haven't caught up on the stats, but he at least hit one. They might, they might be getting better. Now, talking about the MVP race, let's get to a more important race. And this is our NBA pick'em race. Gay blouses. Uh, Taylor and I are now three and three. I think we had a pretty solid week, two one. Jose was trying to be brave last week, and he said he was going to pick opposite to catch up but instead he is now oh and six but hey jose it's only week two there's a lot of basketball to be had there is a lot of basketball you know but i'm also considering whether it's time to start tanking (laughs) so yeah trying to see what only three back only three back in the loss column you're you're still close jose i have such a firm lead in last though so we'll see (laughs) all right so our games this week uh the first one's a, a really good game here it's the Jazz at the Milwaukee Bucks, and this game is on Friday. So Jazz at Bucks. Let's go with you, Taylor. What do you think about this game? Who do you have winning? Yeah, I just wanted to check to, to see if they were playing on Thursday. <laughs> you know, make sure. Should be good. You know, I'm high on both teams. I like the Jazz. I like the Bucks. But good point. Those, those uh, back-to-backs can be tricky. Yeah, yeah, which was made the Suns' victory against the Nuggets you know, George just said then it was last week looked good. The Suns yeah. had a good end of last week. But this week we're looking at the Jazz and we're looking at the Bucks. I like the Bucks at home. Uh, I like the way Giannis played today, getting 40 points, really 30 in the first half. He was just dominant. I guess it was the Pistons. But, you know, I haven't liked the way Donovan Mitchell has been playing, even though the Jazz have been doing pretty well. Conley looks good. Gobert looks good. But, you know, Bucks at home. Give me the Bucks in this one. Um. I I agree with that. I think um, I like the way the Bucks are playing. I think the Jazz have been looking okay as well, but I, I do think that this is the time of year where the Bucks start to sort of figure things out. And, and I, you know, I think they're going to be a good regular season team. So um, I'm going to pick them here as well. I'm going to pick the Bucks uh, to win this one. Jose, we'll have to catch up, right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> and you love Gobert, so yeah. no, I. I'm taking Milwaukee. I'll go down with you if they lose. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you're taking Milwaukee as well? Yeah. All right, Jose, you're going to go next for this one. The Denver Nuggets at the Philadelphia 76ers. This game is on Saturday. Nuggets at Sixers. This is a lock. I'm going to Sixers. They're the the best team in the league right now, six and one. And Denver, Denver's at two and four, I think. And reigning player of the week Tobias Harris is, is on fire right now for the Sixers. So, um, and I think Michael Porter Jr. is not going to be able to play this game. So Denver's going to be a little shorthanded. Hopefully no one else sits out for the Sixers. The Sixers are healthy. I'm taking them. You know, I'm hoping that Michael Porter Jr. is back. I think it'll be about a week. So I think it'll be, there's a chance he'll be back. Look, the Sixers didn't lose at home. I think last year, right in 2020, they had lost no home games. And they haven't lost any home games this year. So they're at home. The Sixers are really good at home. The Nuggets have been really bad. But, man, you remember like when the Nuggets were really struggling in the bubble, like where they would just lose those games to the Jazz and they had no defense? 
maybe like they're just not good, right? Or who knows? But I don't know. Give me the Sixers. I can't pick against them at home, even though I want to pick the Nuggets here. I just can't. And I'll be rooting for the Sixers because I love when those Western Conference teams lose to the Eastern Conference. As a Rockets fan, we need all those losses we can get. So I'll be rooting for the Sixers. Yeah, that's and then the Sixers are getting better. Um, I still remember what the Sixers did at home last year and had a terrible home record. Uh, I'm liking Jokic, especially today, his uh, awesome Euro step. I like what the Nuggets are doing. I think the Nuggets have figured some things out. I'm actually taking the Nuggets in this one. So I think the Nuggets will beat the Sixers in Philly. All right, fellas. Oh, great. I'm, I'm stuck with Jose on this one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this last Jose, game is on Sunday. We're excited for this one. Lakers at Rockets on Sunday. Lakers at Rockets. I'll go first. Okay, so this is one of those weird stay-in-town games where you play, you know, uh, back-to-back games. They play on Tuesday again. I don't know. I, I feel like maybe on Sunday the Lakers won't be up for it. You know, it's like the NFL playoffs. It's the first game in a road trip. I think I'm going to take the Rockets to win on Sunday. I think I'm going to take the Rockets. <laughs> Danny, don't you do that. Don't you try to just make stuff up. Uh, you know, game one. It could be like game one, right? And then I do. Yeah. You know, and then on like, Tuesday, they really try. I don't know. First game of a road trip. I don't know. I don't trust it. I'm going to, I'm going to take the Rockets on Sunday. Jose, do you feel the same way? Are both of us going to go against the Lakers? Because <laughs> I was going to pick the Rockets in this game. Like, trust, I just, hey, uh, trust your gut. Yeah. Go with your gut I, here. I just feel like someone's going to. Taylor st- picks the Lakers. I just feel like the. <laughs> One of AD or LeBron might sit out this one. Yeah, I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Rockets. I feel like it's a 50-50 shot. I feel like one of the games they're gonna be bad in, and the other one they're gonna be phenomenal. I just don't know if it's the Tuesday or the Sunday game. I forget it, dude. I can't do it. I'm thinking, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm sticking Lakers. All right. Lakers, Jose. I'll go down okay. with my team. Jose, that could have been the first one you got right. So <laughs> you could you had a chance. We finally get to we finally get to see that Christian Wood is a better player than Anthony Davis. So I'm excited for that. The that's, that's the, the that's their worst take ever. No, that's true. I should, I've sent you the videos and and after that and and, and every time I watch Christian Wood, there's no way he's better than look, they just run pick and roll with James Harden and and John Wall. And every time he rolls to the basket, it doesn't matter where Harden throws it. It's, it's either a lob dunk or he like catches it I like. Although Harden does, he forces a little bit. He gets some a lot of turnovers with that. He's doing support. So I'm assuming. So I'm assuming you're taking the Rockets, Taylor. Not about you know. I'm not sure. The Rockets have not shot the bell well. Today was a bad Ooh. shooting day. So hopefully they can get House and Ben McLemore back, so we can get a little bit more shooting. Rockets at home. I can't pick against them. So even if I feel like the Lakers, sure I don't. Think, I don't. I don't think the Lakers will get swept. I think the Rockets are more likely to get swept than the the Lakers are. But hopefully the Rockets keep getting. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be one-one. I just don't know. I'm gambling that it's Sunday instead of Tuesday. Danny, I trust you. Jose, he's been cold, so I'm gonna go with you here, Danny. Okay. Um, I don't think he's due yet. Although I think he'll have a good week. I definitely think that Jose will win at least one game this week. I don't know. Thanks for the vote of confidence, Ted. Appreciate it. Yeah. All right, that's cool. So that's our NBA pickums. So we'll see how we do, and we'll be tracking this uh, for the rest of the year. Uh, to see who has the best record at the end. Fellas, I want to move on now to uh, a segment where we just kind of want to talk about the NBA, and we're always trying to find ways to do that. Uh, But this week, I want to talk about top surprises, things that have surprised you that can be positive or negative, and I want you to give me a player and a team that has surprised you. 
a player or a team. Taylor, let's go with you. You start us off. Do you want to do a player or a team? What's what has surprised you again, positive or negative? Yeah, I just can't believe how bad the Raptors are to start the year. I mean, we love the Raptors, all three of us. They're like one of our favorite teams. You know, our first NBA draft where we did it was with the Raptors. And we love Nick Nurse. Yeah, we love everything mm-hmm. about the Raptors. And and they're one in five. I mean, like, and I don't think their schedule has been terrible, right? I mean, they've lost to the Celtics, the Pelicans. I mean, they just miss Canada. It's different yeah. in Tampa Bay, you know. It's just been bad, man. I, just, I still feel like, you know what? I'm not selling my stock though, Dan. I know we talked about that. I'm still yeah. not selling. I still feel like they can get into that playing game where they can get there and the East is bad enough where they can get together and they have that championship pedigree. But one in five, geez, I just didn't expect that. So that's been one of the biggest surprises where I feel like they'll turn around. But sometimes when you see a team keep losing over and over and over, like, okay, are they going to turn around soon? Because there's only 72 games and they, you know, they got to figure it out soon. So that, that's been one of the surprises, I think, for me. Jose, my surprise regarding teams is the Phoenix Suns. I I think I had them in the play-in game, but they're currently number two in the Western Conference, and they're just competing. They play hard, getting contribution from guys like Mikel Bridges. Even right now, their backup point guard is Campaign, and he's been actually uh, doing pretty well for them. So I was really impressed. Devin Booker looking like the leader, talking trash to Paul George. You know, um, yeah. So, you know, I, you know, I, I apologize. Remember we talked about that. I apologize. Cause I said, Paul George was better than Lillard. I know everyone forgot, including myself, but maybe Paul George is better after this, the start of to this season. Maybe, Paul George maybe I punk. wasn't as wrong as I thought. <laughs> He's been unbelievable. Oh my so, gosh. Just okay. him trying to pick a fight yesterday, kicking he's CP probably the, the balls, and then he's got to be he's got to oh, be one of the top three MVP guys to start the season. Do right? something in the playoffs first. Let's 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 you worry can't about make that. your takes like on a week. <laughs> Come on, Dan. That's such a that's such a weak argument. You can't be like do it in the playoffs. Like, there's literally been two guys who've done in the playoffs. It's been like the Warriors and LeBron, like like the last like what ten years. So hey, Kawhi's been in the Kawhi, playoffs. I give it to Kawhi. Kawhi. I give it to Kawhi. There you it's go. Like, you can't say that about everyone in the league. It's like, oh, doing the. Playoffs. I just think I if mean, you're going to be a number two, you got to do better than what he's. Yeah. Done. What is all these? What is I mean, Paul, Paul George? Playoffs? Paul George has been leading the Clippers. Kawhi is actually kind of yeah. He's, yeah, been, he's been awesome. Kind of Joker, so, Paul George yeah. has been awesome. So anyway, just want to say, I'm starting to fall in love with Paul again. Paul George, I lo- man, man, he's I love, guy. I love, I love how I mentioned Devin Booker, and yet still Taylor. <laughs> deflects attention from Devin Booker. It makes it's not the leader. It's Chris Paul. He's the one hitting the clutch shots. I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns. We were, we were, we, I'm talking about he, the Suns, Taylor. <laughs> Booker's just Booker. I mean, Booker is like he is what he is. That team is only going so far. That trade for Paul is good because they can do. We talked about last week what they can do in clutch. You know, in the fourth quarter. I can't can wait shots, till the Suns does. play the Clippers in the playoffs and. uh the Suns upset them. Well, the Timmy Suns got to make the playoffs. So. I want. I, I, <laughs> want I need that Clippers Blazers series this year. That's what I want. Clippers yeah, Blazers. I think you mean Clippers Lakers. That's the series I think we want. Clippers Lakers. Nah, I think I want the Clippers round Blazers. One. <laughs> <laughs> round one. I want that round yeah, one. We'll Clippers meet them in the Western Conference if they could get there. But yeah, that's that's speaking true. of damn, my surprise um, is going to be on the negative side for my team. The Blazers, man, they have not looked great they beat the warriors and i'm i'm really low on the warriors still so to me it's it's like fine like that that's a fine win but i don't know i i was just expecting this team to be rolling some other like their players have been playing well but on d they haven't been able to really stop anyone i'm just really concerned well, they were never about them to stop anyone though 
Like, I know. I mean, they, they only beat like a Rockets team with like five guys and the Warriors team that's bad. That's well, terrible. They beat, they beat the Lakers. And they beat the Lakers in that fourth quarter. But I, I don't know. I, I just think to they don't look they're good. They're still 3-3. Three three. Yeah, yeah, they're 3-3 three and, three and defensively they have not looked good. I don't like Nurkic at all. Oh, and Jose, Jose can speak to that one. <laughs> we both have him fantasy. We expected big things from him, but I don't know. When Enos Cantor is just not only beating well, just, you in the I lineup. Think, I just think we saw like Nurkic in the bubble and he looked amazing. And but he looked better even before that. I just, I, I think to me, even before the bubble, even before the season ended, I, I, I when you see him out there, I just, it looks like Cantor wants it more, just more hustle. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't, I don't like this Blazers team for some reason. I don't, they don't look good to me. Yeah. They got turned around. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people this season were like, yeah, they might be a favorite to, to come out top of the two, West. Three, yeah, yeah. Top two, and, three, three. Yeah, Charles Barkley said he was Charles betting. Barkley he bet, yeah, he bet him. Yeah. Money on that, right? <laughs> yeah, so I, I actually don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't see it. So that I'm, should have I'm been concerned the first about the Blazers. The Blazers, huh? yeah. No, that's that's true. All right, let's go with you, Jose. Surprises in terms of players. Mike Conley from the mm. Utah Jazz. I did not see this coming. Old Mike Conley. He's back. You know, this is the third year I've had Mike Conley in my fantasy league. And the past two years, I've been burned by him. And right now, he's... He's finally paying dividends for, for me, and he's he's the leading scorer right now for Utah Jazz. Like no one would have thought that he'd be the, the leading scorer with Bogdanovich there and Donovan Mitchell there, but he's just looked great, great from three. He's he's their leading scorer and their leading assist man right now. So, man, he's looking great. He's he's over thirty, but he's still uh, contributing really big. So, the Utah Jazz have actually looked good this season. So. Hopefully yeah, my jazz. Remember, I told you, you guys made fun of me. I love my jazz, although <laughs> don't I'm not really rooting for him. But he has been really good, and this is the guy they thought they were trading for last year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so to see that now they just need Mitchell to play better. Donovan Mitchell has been. I don't know how many times I've said this tonight, but he's just been. He can't make shots, and he's just been really inefficient. And so if he starts playing more like he did in the bubble, I mean the Jazz are a top four team for sure. I mean they're going to be tough to beat. So yeah. And they they look pretty good even without with those struggles are four and two so yeah, they're no, they're a tough yeah. team already they're not yeah, losing yeah well because yeah. they ha- they know their bench now too like it's yeah. it's like Ingles Favors and Clarkson, Clarkson. like yeah. they, have, they a, have some they, yeah. they have a good top eight so and then they have like guys like Royce O'Neal who are, are yeah. really solid and smart players yeah they're they're looking really good um, so yeah that's been yeah, that's a that is a positive surprise my surprise in terms of player Jalen Brown my goodness I knew he was yeah. going to step up to kind of be that second guy, but man, he's become the number one guy. Obviously Tatum, I think is still better, but in terms of productivity, I mean, Jalen Brown has looked better than Tatum in some games here. Um, if I was a Celtics fan, I'd be worried about some of those Harden rumors. And and I'll say this, I don't think Taylor would be mad if Jalen Brown was rocking a, a Houston Rockets jersey here soon. Well, did we trade Harden for him or did, is he just, yeah. did we trade like... No, okay, you're trading yeah. Harden for him. <laughs> are we trading Eric Gordon for him or are we trading... Because okay. for Eric Gordon, Gordon, I would be very excited, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he's but been good. He's he been gets, super good. Um, how about all those guys in those Harden rumors? Like McCollum's been really good. He had like 40 points. <laughs> like All these guys getting linked to Harden are just like... Yeah, the only the only one the only one that is not playing was Siakam. I guess he's trying to stay in Toronto. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they're either really good or really bad. They don't want to play for Fertitta. They're like, please just keep me. Look how good I am. I know in my last part I said I was a little neutral on the the Celtics. Um, I I was I'm a little worried for them a little bit now. Um, they don't look that great on on offense, but 
yeah, Jalen Brown, I think that's why it surprised me. I think the reason why they're in games is, is because of what Jalen Brown has been able to do offensively and the leap he took this year. So I'm really surprised with Jalen Brown. I didn't, I, I thought he'd be better this year. I didn't think he'd be this good. Um, I know it's early on the season, but I like what I'm seeing from Jalen. Yeah. He's, he's just getting better. So that's good. Just in my surprise, I mean, we'll just stay positive here. I mean, we could, I think we all agree who the best player in the NBA has been the start of the season. And that's Julius Randall for the Knicks, just being absolutely <laughs> sensational. Like, yeah. he, I don't even know who that is. It's like he formed with like James Harden, LeBron, you know. Like he's just like a, almost a triple-double machine. Yeah, he's so good. Like him and like RJ Barrett was fantastic tonight. Mitchell Robinson, I don't think he's felled out in any games this year. He's like <laughs> staying on the court. It's the Knicks are like they're good. They have a winning record. They're four and three. It's... His his current stats, 21.2 points, 10.5 rebounds, 7.2 assists from 49% field goal, 50% from three, and 77% from free throw. Yeah. 77% from free throws. Wow. Can we get that as late as <laughs> oh my gosh? Yeah. Here's the most telling stat. They're number five in the Eastern Conference right now. They're four and three. Yeah. Like I just worry. I just worry about uh, 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 how much he's going to play and whether his just, knees are going to get yeah, out here soon. Do, <laughs> do the Rockets trade Harden for Randall straight up? Who says no? Like, <laughs> I don't know who would say no for give us Randall. Yeah, I'm just that. worried about Thibodeau. Uh, you know, using him too much. Look, here. if the Knicks keep winning, there it's going to get. There's going to be this buzz to this NBA season about how fun the Knicks are, and if Obi Toppin comes back healthy and he's good. The Knicks could be – they could be in that playing game. But who would have known Julius Randle would be the guy who would save yeah, the Knicks, right? The catalyst. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that is a good one, Matt. That is a good one. I mean, it's, it's it's week three, so we'll see. But I think that is a good pick. All right, so those were our top surprises. Now, fellas, let's get into the drafting portion of our podcast. Last week, we uh, started our drafting the conference series, and we did the Pac-12. And we are going to continue that this week. And this week we are drafting the ACC. As we talked about last week, we're only drafting players that are currently in the NBA. We are considering, you know, what they could potentially be in the future. Uh, But we are looking at their career and what they've accomplished um, as kind of our marker as we pick some of these. Obviously fit matters in terms of our lineups. So that's something to keep in mind. And then at the end, we're going to compare some of our teams. We, we've done the Pac-12, so we're going to take the best players from the Pac-12, compare them to what we get here, and, and we'll see uh, how they uh, measure up to each other. So uh, the order for today is going to be me with the first pick, Jose with the second pick, and Taylor with the third pick. Uh, you ready to draft, fellas? Let's do, do it, Dan. Yeah, let's, go, let's get started here. Let's see what we're going to do. All right, so I have the first pick. So with the first pick fellas i am going to take my point guard here and i am taking chris paul from wake forest he to me was you know there was maybe between this guy and another guy but i think chris paul was the obvious choice for me 9.5 assists 18.4 points 2.2 steals 4.5 rebounds in in his career uh phenomenal numbers and i think for me I, i talked about this with westbrook chris paul is one of those guys that he could be on any team and drag that team to not only be a better kind of more solid team, but even to the playoffs. We saw that last year with OKC. A lot of folks thought his career would kind of take a turn for the worse, but 
Um, props to CP3. He, he's he's made a turn for, for the better here. Uh, so for him now being with the Suns and, and what he did in OKC, I just think that, you know, he deserves props for that. And um, yeah, what he did with the Clippers um, and even with, with Houston, I mean, it, it, they're probably one injury away from winning an NBA Finals. And I know that that's tough to, to admit or swallow. And I know that that didn't end well, but man, they were right there. They were the only team that seriously challenged, in my opinion, that that Warrior team. And so I don't know, man. I, I I like CP3. I know a lot of people don't like him for some of his antics. and But one of the things that I, I'm really bummed about is uh, he could have been a Laker, and we didn't get that. And to have him and Kobe and that tough mentality together is something that I wish we would have seen as Laker fans. And we didn't get it, and that's a bummer. But I, I like the fact that I'm going to get him on my team here since I didn't get him as a Laker. So I'm picking CP3 with my first pick. Did you say what team he's from, Danny? Yeah, Wake Forest. Wake Forest, right? Yeah. Cool. Man. Yeah. Imagine if, Deacon. Uh, imagine him if he played with Duncan. That I would know. Be great. I've been stacked, yeah. yeah. You Wake Forest guys. Good yeah. pick, Danny. I mean, yeah. he's he's the guy. He's 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 the the best player here. Um, he's a, he'll be a first ballot Hall, Hall of Famer. Yeah, he makes every team relevant. Yeah. Like he made the Suns relevant. The Thunder were relevant last year because of him. He pretty much made the Clippers relevant for the first time ever I mean, with Blake he, Griffin. Yeah, and he had the mantle yeah. as the best point guard in the league for like maybe four to five years. I think, yeah. and he's still he's still up there like as a top ten point guard. Yeah, he's a little dirty. I, he has a lot of those groin shots. You know, I'm yeah. not a big fan of that. But uh, he's definitely one of the most competitive NBA players of all time, and I think he gets a lot of respect because he wants to win. And as a Rockets fan, he was fantastic with us for those two years, except for that you know the second year in the playoffs. But it was it was success. I mean, we were good because of him and the pairing with James Harden. I think it was the best pairing they've ever had. And he's just he's just a legend in the NBA. So uh, I think it's a great pick, Danny. Okay, thanks, guys. Jose, you have the second pick. Who are you taking? Man, oh man, oh, this is tough. Uh, yeah, good. It's tough. I like that. <laughs> I'm going to take Kyrie Irving. I think I, I was debating on someone else, but I think I'm going to take Kyrie Irving. I feel like he's the best shot maker. Jose, who are you, who are you debating? I'm curious. No, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. we'll, we'll hold that off, Tay. Um, okay. I'm just curious. I, I need to know who, I'm, who to pick I, next. So I was just debating pick. whether the point guard market was like, you know, Danny's issue in the last draft with the centers. Like, I'm trying to see if I, if I can get a point guard later on. But Kyrie Irving, I feel like he's the best shot maker here in this draft. I mean, he's won a title with uh, the Cavs. And uh, I know that he's he's a polarizing player, right, with, with the things that he says and – and the fact that he hasn't really been healthy the past couple of years, but when he's on the court, I mean, he's, I feel like he's a top 10 player in the league when he's playing, he's, he's great. And when he wants to, he can also defend. I'm not, not at a high level as, as some people, but he can defend, he could try, but he's such a great shot maker. He could be, he's an explosive finisher. And also just, just as a, a clutch player too, he's hit clutch shots with the, the shot that he hit against the Warriors in game seven, probably the, one of the most iconic shots ever. Yeah. But yeah, he played one season at Duke. I think he got hurt that season. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, he <laughs> so uh, not starting well with my durability, but uh, talent-wise, Kyrie Irving. Don't worry about durability. Talent. You got your title. Most of these guys that we're going to talk about don't have titles. All right. Unlike there. I think it's Uncle Drew. You didn't talk about you oh, know, yeah. a great actor. <laughs> you could, talk, you could well. talk about that too. Tell I mean, I don't great. know if he's up there. Who's better, Uncle Drew or Cliff Paul? I don't know. We got some good <laughs> actors here going early. That's so, true. State Farm versus, you know. Uh, you know, is he years. Sprite Seven Up? What is it? Yeah, Sep- it's, it's Pepsi. It's Pepsi, right? No, or is it's it S- Sprite. I thought it was Sprite. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's. Sprite. No, I yeah. think it's Pepsi, right? Pepsi Uncle Drew, right? 
Yeah, it's Pepsi. Oh, okay, good. Man. Yeah. I know LeBron's Sprite, so I don't maybe they think I used to be Grant Hill with Sprite back in the day. It's Grant Hill career. Grant Hill, yeah. Like Kobe had it for a little bit. Yeah. I thought I thought Chris Paul and Kyrie were the top two. So I was just curious who you thought was top three. Like I'm like, am I missing a guy? Because I felt like the drop off was pretty large. There's just some tantal there's just some tantalizing wings that like I may not be able to get a hold of later on. So maybe I would have wanted them in my first with my first pick. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. All right, should I take? Should I t- I'm gonna take some wings here. So I'm, I'm nervous. <laughs> I'm really nervous. I'm not picking the regrets. Okay. So my first pick is gonna be uh, Jason Tatum from the Boston Celtics from Duke. Third pick. Everyone that year was like, "Hey, we gotta take Markel Fultz. He was the guy." And you know, Celtics trade back. They they got him, and I think they probably feel pretty lucky. He was third team All NBA, and obviously he's just scratching the surface from a talent level. I think one thing I was surprised about the ACC, not as like developed as the Pac-12 and some of these long-term players still in the NBA. Yeah. So you could you could feel like you know the Pac-12 yeah. was good like five ten years ago, for the ACC like it looks like in the next like you know five ten years we're gonna start seeing that with a lot of the guys we're gonna draft tonight. Yeah, it's like where's um, your Andre Iguodala here? You know, <laughs> it's tough to find. Yeah, they don't, well, yeah, there's one. Yeah, well, there's one guy. we might be we might be taking guys like based on like what they what they could do in the future you yeah know? yeah exactly because so, yeah. it's like you know kevin love was the fifth pick last week and it was like he's not as good now but some of these guys that were drafting maybe they don't have the same like history but like you'd much rather have him today yeah. <laughs> with tom so um i'm going with jason tatum here with my first pick okay as a laker fan i think sometimes i i can look at him and the fact that we took Lonzo Ball second, I just get really sad sometimes. <laughs> you know, it was just like. But that's actually what I was trying to wrestle with because, like, because oh, I was like, could I potentially have Tatum and? Ingram? Well, maybe it was for the best though, Danny. Because because <laughs> what if yeah. Tatum was good and they didn't want to trade him and then they never got Anthony Davis because he would have been our Kuzma. Yeah, yeah. he, he would have been our Kuzma. If we kept Kuzma, we could have kept Tatum. <laughs> I guess okay, maybe yeah. Yeah. Dang, I mean, a, a Tatum, LeBron, Ingram. Wings is pretty good, but yeah, I'm glad to have AD. I'm, we have a title. I can't complain. I'm just saying, you know, who could have been? No, I hear you. I hear you. Um, All right, who are you taking here? With your a second couple pick? directions, I want to go, but I think after watching Donovan Mitchell in the playoffs last year in the bubble, where he was averaging 36 points a game, I'm going to go with Donovan Mitchell. At so a you're Louis staying Hill. with a 2017 class here, huh? Yeah, yeah, and I, you know, and there's, I think there was a few different ways I could have gone here. I feel like I just wanted to get, you know, Mitchell and Tatum. Tatum could be three or four, depending on how the draft's going to go. Apparently now that he's six foot 11. Um, but I wanted another scorer, someone, you know, who's good, you know, good ball handler, someone who plays well and, you know, in clutch moments and things like that. And so I just feel like, you know, Donovan Mitchell made his first all-star last year. He's still scratching the surface. He signed that big, you know, both these guys signed big deals, you know, stay with their teams for a long time. I think they're going to be good. And, of the guys, there's one or two other guys I was thinking about, but I think Donovan Mitchell's the one I like the most, so I'm going to pick him next. I think he has the most. He's done the most so far in the league, right? Sure. Out, sure. Of, out of the guys that we may see as like would fit with that pick, so um, could could be a really good fit with 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 Jason Tatum on your team. Yeah, you know, both of these guys I think came up, and and there was a lot of back and forth about them you know, who's going to be the best rookie out of this class. Cause I think it was a pretty loaded class and, and still some of these guys that like the verdict is out. Like I think Tatum has gone into be the most, com- the more complete player. Yeah. But I really do hope that Donovan Mitchell can play to that level. Cause I, I mean, we've seen it and we've seen glimpses of it. And when he does it, 
it's amazing. But I think I'm, I'm waiting for the point where he has that consistency that a guy like Tatum has. Other guys just weren't able to, I mean, Lonzo wasn't able to live up to that. You know, Fultz wasn't able to. So these are like the two guys from that class, I think. Um, and so, yeah, I hope that Mitchell can kind of keep improving here. But I, I like the pick. As we said, I think this pick is more, you know, future looking than the Pac-12 one. But I think having these two guys at your wings is, is a very solid start. Jose, who do you have? Jose. I'm going to go to the Bayou. I'm going to go pick a – I'm going to pick a New Orleans Pelicans player from, from Duke. Okay. I don't know who you're going that's, with. This is nice. I like giving much away. I love the tease. <laughs> this is a great tease. Danny's going to take one of them too, I bet. Well, he might not, but he I'm probably it. Imagine if I take JJ Redick. Well, it's tempting. I could, but. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. There's how yeah. Well, are there more? Is it just those three or are there more? There's three. I think Frank Jackson played for maybe the, the, the Pelicans at one time too. Yeah, he did. But, yeah. But he's, he's not going to be on the, our list here. <laughs> but, uh, I'm going straight future for what I feel like this player is going to be. I'm going to take Zion Williamson on my team. Going exciting. It, nice. The, yeah. The other choice would be Brandon Ingram. And I love Brandon Ingram, but I mean, like he hasn't accomplished much in the league as well. So I feel like if the, my, if my choice is this other guy who has all world talent, probably the, the best pro, they said the best prospect since Anthony Davis. Right. So, and from what we've seen this year so far and what he, he's done when he's healthy, he's, he's unbelievable. Like, his off the bounce, like he's his, he's crazy. Like what he does is hard to stop. He's super strong. And I think he's going to have a long career and maybe a lot of all-star appearances, a lot, and hopefully some titles, hopefully some MVPs in his future. I don't know yeah, if I, I don't did know you if give I, a preference, Danny. Like, yeah. What was your no, preference? I, I'm actually yeah. shocked. Not that I don't mind it. I also, I don't know. I feel like I would have gone with BI. I feel like, I've, I've liked the the steps that BI has taken in terms of his career to get better and being most improved and how he's gotten so how he's taken steps forward since being on the Lakers. So I feel like you would have taken a little baby Laker uh, who's, who's proved himself to yeah, be good. Who's on, still Jose. growing. You don't nah, want but, a baby Laker. You're just going nah. away from it. Cause I'm, Zion is like injury prone. I, I feel like there's more risk with Zion. I, I guess that's how I feel. So I'm a little shocked. Well, that's okay. He at least his first guy is not injury prone, so that's you're good there. So it's not it's not so much Zion. I just think the guys are good. I mean, I'm going to yeah. take him here. He yeah. was great tonight. He was Zion was great tonight. He was fun to watch. Jake, yeah, I just feel like Zion just like the the ceiling's just so much higher. Like I hear you. Yeah, I feel like I don't know if Brandon Ingram will yeah. ever win an MVP, but Zion can win an MVP. I feel like his ceiling has that. That's fair. You don't you don't think B, I think Bi could win an MVP. You don't think so? We could win one this year, right? He was Player of the Week in the first week. <laughs> what if he keeps doing what if he averages like 30 points i mean the pelicans not, are what? not with christian wood in the nba come on taylor yeah <laughs> touche danny touche, yeah. you're right about that i don't mind the pick I, I would have picked ingram if it was me but i don't think it's a bad pick yeah i don't think it's a bad pick i just think i'm shocked that it came from me because yeah I, I, think, I think in my head like i i understood why i would i was gonna pick bi but it's more so like dude i you know I, I want the talent. I want you know. There's the there's more wings in the ACC than there are bigs. Yeah. So if you're thinking strategically too, you know Zion could be a good pick because you mm-hmm. can. I mean, you could play him at center if you wanted to in this. Yeah. Um. So I, you know, not not, not a terrible pick. So. Okay. So um, I, you know, with that, I'm going to jump into taking Bi um, out of Duke. Uh, I, I, you know, I've talked about him. It, it was it was awesome having his early years as a, as a Laker and watching him kind of closely when we were trash. Because uh, I think that's the only sort of glimmer of hope we had. Jose can resonate. Just watching our young Lakers sort of develop. Um, and to me, you know, 
seeing specifically him being out of like the limelight of LA and, and all the pressure here to see how he's thrived in New Orleans just makes me really happy. Uh, like even today they, they were in overtime and BI took the last shot. And like, I, I was like legit cheering for it to go in. Cause I, I think he's, he's such a good player. He's a good guy. Did it go in? No, he missed no, them. They no, lost <laughs> <laughs> but, need those losses, hey, hey, don't, yeah, they choked they choked man. yeah they lost <laughs> yeah that they game. choked tonight they had it but I, I don't know i just think that's the type that's the type of thing like the affinity i have for these guys where i feel like they're they're maybe like one year away from like getting it and clicking together and being a really solid team so i really like what the pelicans are doing i feel like they're our kind of team like our little brother team that we, we cheer for as laker fans and so um, but I've been amazed by, by Brandon Ingram's progression. Like, I feel like every year in the league, he's gotten better at something. And I think that you can you can only say that about a few guys in the league. And, and I like the strides he's taken. So I'm going to take him here uh, with my second pick. Nice. All right. Now let's let's really get crazy. What are we doing next, Danny? <sighs> All right. Uh, man. Yeah, it, it does get tough here. Um, but I feel like what you all said in, in terms of strategy is true. So, fellas, I'm going to go back to Wake Forest, and I'm taking John Collins with my next pick. I'm taking a big. John Collins, I, I think, has been a surprise, and what he's been able to do in Atlanta in the last few years has been uh, awesome. I know that there was, you know, the stuff that happened last year uh, with the suspension that obviously brings some of that into question, but uh, he's solid. And I think even this year, what he's been able to do, shifting from the five to the four and still being productive, Things that just bodes well for him. He can play the four and the five really well. You know, he last year he was a walking double double. And so I just see John Collins being like a double double type guy in the league for a long time. And, and I think he's one of those bigs that is not going to be your traditional big like some of the double double guys, but he's going to be a guy again that can play the four, the five, and he's pretty quick on his feet, can shoot the three. So I like John Collins here in terms of adding versatility to my team as my big. So I'm taking John Collins here with my third pick. I picked Danny. He was definitely on my radar coming up. So, uh, would you have taken him? I think so. Yeah, man, this is tough. I feel like we're there's a big drop off. Yeah. Right yeah. now. <laughs> we're about to be picking Montrez Harrell here soon. So. Well, it, it, it's tough to think through like guys who are, are the, yeah. with with the talent, right? And also think through guys who've had really good careers. Yeah. But they're but they're like their careers are like role players, right? So, yeah, they're all, all the good players like who have some stuff for yeah, more role players. Yeah. Yeah. So I was trying to think of like, do I want the talent or do I want the role players who probably aren't great NBA players currently right now, but they had good careers, you know? So Colin, I like the pick. Collins, he feels he feels like a guy who's probably gonna be on like the Knicks next year. Or like, you know, the Hawks didn't resign him. I'm trying to think where maybe he'll just like just like crazy break out. And he's good. Yeah. He's efficient. He can hit threes, you know, he's he can block shots. He's he's a good player. Um, hopefully he just keeps that ascension. I, I don't think there's anyone of his talent at the bigs left. So I think it's a solid pick here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see where you all go here next. Jose, you have Kyrie and Zion. Who's going to be joining you all? Man, I really wanted to keep drafting Duke players, but I don't know if I can. Mind you, I used to hate Duke. I used to hate Duke. I think every, but when, when coach K started coaching the, the Olympic teams, I started to like Duke. And I think um, the team that I started liking them with was a team that had a, I don't know if you guys remember Nolan Smith. It was um, this white guy is Kyle. I don't know if you guys, they, they won a champion. They, they beat Gonzaga in the, in the championship game. 
don't know if you remember them. They beat yeah. uh, uh, um, Gordon Hayward in them, but I, I started liking Duke from, from that. Oh, that they were like, is that team like Tyce Jones, Julia no, before? No, no. That, they beat, that team beat Wisconsin. Ah, that, that, that. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you're talking about way before that. Yeah, it was a, a team. Before. It had Nolan Smith. And, what's his name? I forget. I'll, he's not in the league anymore, but I'll figure it out later. Was but. he? He was so the guard was in the league. This he's guy in was league? in the league. Yeah, he was. I think he played for the Pistons. I'll figure it out in a bit. I wanted to draft Duke guys. The the, the drop off is too steep for me, and I'm gonna still take a uh, talent right now with Kyrie and Zion. I'm gonna take a guy who's injured right now. I'm gonna take Jonathan Isaac on my team. Yeah. Uh, just what he his potential. Kyle Singler. Kyle Singler. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, yeah that was this was the Plumlee years. Mason, Miles Plumlee, Kyle Singler. Kyrie. They, they were Seth Curry. Well, well, well they were not a, a highly ranked Duke team going, and then they even in in their seeding, I think, think they're like a four seed or maybe a six seed, but they won. So I was really impressed by that. Um, but I'm taking Jonathan Isaac here from Florida State. His defensive um, ability, I feel like he has all the tools to be defensive player of the year candidate. Hopefully he comes back healthy from his torn ACL. Um, but he showed lots of flashes in Orlando. And Orlando is uh, believing in him. They signed him to a big contract this year, even though he's hurt. But um, I think we've seen flashes of what he can do as a two-way player. And um, he's another guy who um, I think he was drafted in the – not the year with Donovan Mitchell. I think he was drafted in the – Maybe might have been in the D'Angelo Russell draft, but no, he was 17. He was, he was uh, 17. He was, he, was, uh, he was with Tatum and Mitchell. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. What he, I wonder where he would be drafted in the redraft, but maybe, maybe still around there where he's at. Yeah. Six to 10, probably same. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm taking him here with my third pick. I think uh, I like to fit there as my uh, defensive stopper in the wing. What do you think, Taylor, about the pick here? I don't know, Jose. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. He just hasn't done much. Um, he he definitely from a defensive. Maybe maybe it's his Orlando yeah, Magic fandom. Remember, Jose was an Orlando Magic fan. Every I Orlando like, Magic well, fan. Well, I also, talk your to whole like... team is injury prone. Like your whole <laughs> yeah. team. Like your whole team. I mean, I feel like I'm going to shore up my guys with more guys who are more proven in what they did in a career. So I feel like I just needed to get the talent, get the most talent right now. <sighs> All right, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I like I another wing here that I don't. I don't want to say it yet, but I mean. Maybe another wing that maybe maybe I would have picked. No, there's him. a lot of there's a lot of wings. Like yeah. I don't mind the wing. Um, well, Danny, you might actually get your wing. So you yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of different ways. Okay, so my pick, Dan. We we're kind of joking about it. Uh, oh no, I won't pick him next. I'll pick him fourth. All right. Uh, give me Danny Green. Give me Danny Green with my with the. I know I got this like a heavy wing team here, but I just feel like Danny Green is just someone who just wins championships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he won championships with Spurs, with the Raptors, with the Lakers. Um, so I'm getting a, a champion, a great three-point shooter. I think one year he might have been an all-defensive type guy. He's a solid defender. So I'm looking at him, and he had that epic series with like LeBron where like he was hitting, like, what, like 10 three-pointers a game, it felt like. <laughs> they lost yeah. that year, right? Was it the year they lost? Yeah, they, they lost. Yeah. They lost. Yeah. And it was like, man, Danny Green doesn't miss at all. It was like every time he plays. It's so Yeah, what about um, North Carolina guy, I believe. Yeah. Um, and so I know he took a lot of heat for game five last year and the missed shot and whatnot, but he got a Lakers championship. He's won two championships in a row. The Sixers are the best team in the NBA and he's on the Sixers this year. I don't know if that's a coincidence or not, 
It's just coincidence. Make him... <laughs> yeah, he's, just, he's just the guy like he's like that one guy like in middle school like he's played on like every like all of his rec teams like from like third to sixth grade they win a championship and you're like why does this guy win a championship he doesn't even play you know he's not even that good he just yeah, yeah he, he, picked, like, he doesn't have any he doesn't have any stats with all the players no, but i don't want to disrespect danny green uh he's, he's more of a long-term guy for me so I'm going with Danny Green. I don't think I would have got him on the way back. Taylor just Taylor just described himself, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) The only difference between me and that guy is that guy actually wins championships. I just do nothing on a non-championship team. So that's Uh, the only difference. Yeah. No, I I I can understand the pick. I think he's a specialist. He was 2016, 2017 all defensive team. You know, he's gonna do what you want out of a guy. He's gonna get, he's gonna play good, he's gonna play good defense, he's gonna get you threes. Um, you know, his, his stats are not going to pop, pop out, but Laker fans can resonate with this. You know, sometimes the inconsistency kills you, but um, he's a solid guy to have out there. I think he knows where to be. Uh, he has high IQ. And so, yeah, I, I'm not mad with, with the pick. I think he's shown uh, what he can do as a basketball player. And I think, um, yeah, I think his value sometimes can't be some guys, you know, you can't measure their value with stats. And I think Danny Green is one of those guys. <laughs> It's okay. He gets it. Yeah, but I, yeah, I think I think I might have rather had JJ here for you here. But um, how many tiles does JJ have? <laughs> yeah, what do we What do we yeah. play here? Not, 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 not mean, a lot of guys yeah. have these have titles. So I got multiple like, three tiles on three teams. Yeah. So that's pretty good. He's a pretty. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. I'm just, saying I'm just saying for ET. I think uh, JJ would have been better. But hey, I love Danny Green. Well, you can have like, JJ if you want him because I'm not taking him <laughs> next either. Because I can't just take oh. all wings. Um, I either need like a point guard, I think, or although I guess Mitchell could play Mitchell guard, could play. It. yeah, um, or a big. I gotta take a big here, or you guys will take him. So I'm not gonna do what Danny did last week and just think like no one will take eight. <laughs> so give, give Danny, you're joking, but I actually Montrez Harrell is the guy here. So is uh, he? N- yeah, and NCAA champion with Louisville. Give me another Louisville guy here, sixth man of the year. You know, a guy who's gonna hustle, get boards, throw it down. His offensive game has gotten better. He was one of those guys the Rockets drafted and like in summer league, you're like, oh, he's actually more than just like, he's good. He looks good. And then obviously he got traded to the Clippers and he got better. Um, and I think in the first few games of the Lakers, you've seen some of the things that make him talented where he gets offensive rebounds or he's just in the right place at the right time. Um, and so I need a big, I don't know if there's, any, I'm not taking a Plumlee brother um that's what i, I don't like what happened to Mason some your favorite <laughs> i thought about like maybe taking Derek favors later but i was like man no, I, think, I think this was the right i think harold's the harold's yeah. the guy so but he, he, i feel like it's recency bias because i feel like Derek favors has had a good career he yeah. was a number three pick no he's had a solid career i agree in, in the draft you know like he had some good, really good seasons in utah but it's re- recency bias or montrez harrell is more of like a he's a known a six man of the year this year commodity, yeah. you know a little Even, bit I, I also even the guy like even the guy like Steven Adams, I feel like Steven Adams has had a really good career. Like I, I feel like he's on the downturn in his career. But like when he was in OKC, those years where, um, they're what college did Steven Adams go to? Well, maybe is he just is he just an example? is he just an example? Because I would have drafted (laughs) Steven Adams. Oh, sorry, example. I can't draft him, right? Danny, can I draft Steven Adams or no? No, I can't. Pittsburgh. No, he went to some random school, right? He, well, went, he went to, to Pitt. Pitt. It's Pittsburgh in the ACC. Pitt, Pittsburgh is in the ACC. Oh, uh, no, they, they're probably in the ACC now. They weren't okay. in the ACC, like. So yeah. thanks okay. for telling me. But he's, he's, Pitt, he's Pitt's, in the, Pitt's in the ACC now, so yeah. The, I mean, this probably the Big East. You just scared me. I'm like, what? I was like, what? What list is am I looking at? I mean, we Sorry. talked about that too. We talked oh, about good. the Syracuse Steven, and Stephen so- Adams is in my list because I thought I thought 
What the ACC has what's like sixteen teams, right? Yeah, there's a lot of teams now. Yeah, but I mean, then he's not he's season. not on it technically, is he? No, he didn't play in the. They were in the Big East. They were in the Big East back then. Yeah, yeah they got to be. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are we? Are we gonna? We're gonna do the Big East, even though they're not a Big Five. Yeah, I think we're, we're gonna do a not Big Five draft. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna take Montrez Harrell here. Um, I would have taken Stephen Adams though, Jose, because sorry, 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 I like sorry for Steven my bad Adams. example. So. Uh, <laughs> If yeah. I would have known that Stephen Adams is off the table, I wouldn't have mentioned that. But yeah, much <laughs> as Harold here, uh, the only other guy I could think of that I had bigs were Zion and John Collins and Favors. So I think I needed to get one of those four. So yeah, I'm gonna go with him here. So. The, the the bigs are very. I don't love uh, the pick. There's not a lot of bigs. So Danny, I feel like you're okay with John Collins if you have him as your center. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Oh, Jose, are you giving him permission to do yeah, some crazy things you. with this team? Yeah. <laughs> this this week, eight centers. This week, this week after last week, he doesn't have to say, draft Aaron Gordon. Permission to do <laughs> after last week. Thank right? you for your permission. Granted, yeah, thanks, Jose. Jose, what are you going to do with your fourth? Uh, yeah. You got Kyrie, Zion, and Jonathan Isaac. Who are you taking fourth? Yeah, I'm going to take. I'm going to take uh, JJ Redick. I feel like um, one of the best Duke players as far as like just his whole career. A guy I I love to hate when he was playing for Duke. Yeah. Um, this is at the time when I hated Duke still. So I, I like Duke afterwards. So after the JJ. <laughs> oh, you've matured. You're matured yeah. now. Now now you're like, now it's okay to like Duke now that I'm older. But okay. To, but man, like just to see just his progression, like I feel like at the early, when he was in the, with the Magic, playing in the finals against the Lakers and just progression to being on those Clippers teams, just a great shooter, one of the best shooters um, that's ever played in the league. So um He's, he's made a great, great career for himself. I know he's a specialist, but he'll get killed defensively. But I feel like he's a, he's had a great career, so I'll take him on my team. Yeah, I, I just remember uh, J.J. Redick had a Fox Sports uh, documentary on him for some reason. <laughs> and I remember watching that, like, growing up uh, and just being really mesmerized by his story. But I think you're right. I think J.J. is kind of one of those guys that you were describing when we did favors where you kind of forget, you know, where he was averaging like 15, 16 points a game, especially in those Clipper kind of Orlando years. I think he was really, really good, especially with the Clippers. But, you know, props to him. I think this is the first year where his game has sort of taken a dip. I think right now a lot of people are wondering what's, what's happening with him. But, man, since 2010 through 2020, he's never averaged less than 10 points. So that's pretty solid. Um, and for him to be doing it this long, um, I think just speaks to, to who he is. And I think one of the things that I've been really impressed by, this is more of a, a personal thing, but he was kind of that typical like white guy from Duke that you hate <laughs> and that a lot of people hated. But just to see him now with his podcast and he's just like a really likable guy. A lot of NBA players seem to like him. He seems like yeah. a good teammate. So uh, yeah, I, I like JJ and, and I think his longevity in his career. And like I said, for him to, to average double digits for that long, and to just be really good at his game for this long, I think is really impressive. And man, he's still working in that dough. So especially, yeah. So, yeah, I, mean, so I like him in terms yeah, of longevity. Dan, yeah, Danny, like save all that hate for the Grayson Allens of the Dukes. <laughs> no one's taking Grayson Allen. He can turn around. Grayson Allen still got time, right? To, to the Mason yeah. Plumleys, the white guys you want to hate, right? So yeah. Like, Wait, what's wrong with Mason Plumley except for his defense <laughs> and, uh, and his screen? Or yeah, screen yeah, on his own players? Yeah, switching defense. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I look. I I don't love JJ Reddick as much as you do. He's definitely like in college. He was unbelievable. He's been a steady score shooter. 
He's a seems like a great guy. He's got a bright future in podcasting or NBA media. I think when he <laughs> retires, I think you can tell he's got a lot. Of I'm just tired of him changing his podcast. Uh, I feel like he's he's doing a new podcast with every with a new company every like three months. I'm wait, like, so what, what companies have he done with? I know it was like Yahoo, then it was the Ringer. He was Yahoo Ringer, and now he left the Ringer, and he has a new one. And I think there was one more in there. Oh, he What's left it? the Ringer. Yeah, it's like a the like a the old man on the three now or something like that. I think there it's a different podcast now. There's there's another wing I liked a lot more than reddick even maybe more than danny green to be honest so so we'll, we'll see what see. that is don't, don't we'll give it danny up yet. but we'll you do you do. do you think that jj reddick should have been drafted he's like, on my list okay, he's on my yeah, list okay. i don't i don't think it's a bad pick right. well i i i plan to use zion as a wing not as a the center well, we'll see <laughs> so uh, i might have my wings already filled but we'll see all right we'll see we'll uh can't wait to see uh, well, am, am to i allowed am i allowed to use zion at center yeah it's fine all right, all right, okay. It's not um, like our centers we'll, are huge. Yeah, we'll allow it. Right, yeah, so. I mean, John Collins and Montrez aren't, aren't that big. Um, I think they're both under seven, like six to ten. We don't so. want to waste draft picks on guys just because they're tall. So. <laughs> yeah, especially in today's NBA. Come on. All right, so I have CP3, Brandon Ingram, and John Collins. Uh, with my next pick, I'm going to a guy who I think is often overlooked. Uh. He was the 2016-2017 Rookie of the Year, and that's always forgotten in time and in history. But I, I like the way uh, he plays. He's a solid player. I like his defense, and a guy I would love to have in my team here, and that is Malcolm Brogdon. Malcolm they're, Brogdon they're, out they're of Virginia. HGC, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of Virginia. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I have uh, to ask that because I, <laughs> I was going to ask if, if I could draft him. I mean, even this year with, with the Pacers, he's been averaging 22 points per game, 3.8 rebounds, 6.3 assists. He's having a really solid year. Um, and, and like I said, Brogdon over the years is a guy who just does what you need him to do on a team and often goes unnoticed. I, I think to me when – the Bucks lost him. I thought that was really bad for them to lose this type of guy. And especially last year, the way he popped off in Indiana, he was having a really solid season. I know he had some injuries, so that was a bummer. But um, just what he's been able to do in this Indiana team, I feel like they found like the perfect guy for them uh, that works and fits. And and I, I feel like it's a shame he, he wasn't in, in Milwaukee still because I think he, he would have really helped. But Malcolm Brogdon's only been in the league for, for five seasons, but – yeah, I think he's been a solid guy, and I think he's the type of guy who's going to be in the league for a long time. So I'm taking Malcolm Brogdon here with my fourth pick. I like it, Danny. I mean, he was he was someone that I was probably going to take last, like previously. Obviously, he's really efficient. He's a good defender. The biggest knock on him is he seems to get hurt near the end of the year, every year, it feels like. So just staying healthy for him is is important and paramount. But he is you know, the Pacers are successful this year a lot in part because him and Oladipo has bounced back well. Um, there's another guy here who's, you know, ACC who's been hurt, who could, we could try, um, who has not helped them, but I like it. I think he's a good player. That's a great last pick. Wait, last week? No, it's not your last pick. Two more, yeah. Yeah, it's, your last, it's a good last, like, you know, thing here. So it's a good pick. I mean, he, he played all four years in Virginia. He was an All-American there. I feel like he, I don't know, and he was ACC player of the year and defensive player of the year for them as uh, for the conference. I'm also trying to remember, I feel like he had to learn the point guard position. Like that wasn't his position um, when he was in Virginia, but um, he's turned out to be a really good guard. I feel like he was playing backup to Eric Bledsoe those years in in Milwaukee. And I feel like he should have been starting for that. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I agree. I mean, they made that trade for Bledsoe, right? But I just felt like they already had their guy in Brogdon. All right, man, my last pick here, 
I'm choosing between two fours and, and I feel one of them, oh man, I, I feel like one of them is, is tempting to go with because uh, the future could be bright with him or he can be better. The other guy, I feel like we've kind of know what he is. Um, but I'm going to go with a guy who has more of the accolades, who has a title. I'm taking HB. I'm taking Harrison Barnes with my last pick here to be my four. Harrison Barnes uh, was 12, 13, all rookie, part of the all rookie team. Uh, again, another guy that, you know, when when you think about him, he doesn't really, you know, stick in, in our minds. I'm going to remember him, but just even those Golden State, you know, that that first title, just HB and how he fit into that system was super helpful for those that first Warrior title. Um, and obviously he went to Dallas, but even with Dallas, he was averaging almost 20 points a game, you know, five rebounds. And he's dropped off a little bit, but even this year, he's still putting up, you know, almost 17 points a game, eight rebounds. So he's been a consistent player over the years. So there were some years there with Sacramento where he was, he was hurt in 2018, 2019. But I think for the most part, he's been pretty productive and he's been pretty consistent. Smart player. Uh, I, I loved him on that Warriors team. He was a guy you like to cheer for. Uh, really smart dude. And so um, I like Harrison Barnes here. Um, and I think he's just done more than some of the other guys here and, and has shown that consistently. So I'm going to take HB here with my last pick out of North Carolina. Yeah, great draft, Danny. I feel like uh, with Harrison Barnes, like when he was with the Warriors, you just saw these flashes and these flashes of what like could, he could really, really, really be good. And he just turned out to be good. You know, yeah. like, uh, but he turned out to be a solid. He was, he helped them win a title. And I feel like they, un- they unlocked some of their offenses when they had him play power forward and Draymond at center. So um, yeah, he's, I still just, I still don't know what position he is. I feel like he's either a, th- three or now he's a power forward. Now I don't necessarily know what's the best position for him long-term, but he's a solid wing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like it. Danny had a great draft. Uh, I'd like him more than, than Redick. Although I guess maybe they have similar type careers. Maybe Redick gets more love just because he's like a great shooter, but he's got the title. And you know, if he hit more shots, if he was more consistent, they may never have gotten Kevin Durant. They might've won two titles in a row. And, you know, they may have thought, hey, let's re-sign this guy instead of letting him go to Dallas. So, um, yeah. But you know what? I, I, yeah, I think, yeah. Jose, you're right. Like, I think, like, he was just okay. But, like, yeah, I think sometimes that's, that okay is really good, you know? Yeah, like, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, even for me, like, he's 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 been a good, consistent guy. I think the thing that bums me out was in that in that 15-16 uh, year, I feel like he kind of became a scapegoat um, when they lost to the, uh, to the Cavs in that 3-4. I feel like I feel like he sort of disappeared and he got a lot of flack for that loss, which was a real bummer. Cause I think he was just so instrumental. Okay. In they, I mean, he, he had a, he had a lot of open threes. Yeah. yeah he missed. He just couldn't yeah. hit shots. Yeah, and then like, hit. Oh, here comes Kevin Durant. He doesn't miss shots. So yeah. we're going to win 2000. <laughs> and, I, and I bring that up. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe like, I think for some guys it's like, all right, I won my title. <laughs> like now it's just about kind of getting mine and going to make money and I'm a solid player. And, I feel like he's he's that guy, and I don't no, know. I, I mean, the Warriors weren't going to give him any money; they didn't yeah. want him. And yeah. so I think he had to do what was best for him. So no knock on him, but I think for me, it's like you know, I think uh, most guys would be jealous of of this type of career. So yeah, I think I just wanted to mention that because I, I remember vividly him getting a lot of flack for kind of being the scapegoat when they lost to, to the Cavs. All right, so Jose, who's going to be your last pick here? So I have Kyrie, Zion, Jonathan Isaac, and JJ Redick. Man. Do you guys feel like there's a there's a pick that I should make here? Yeah, I mean, there's probably you should probably need a, a wing, a big guy. Yeah, Jeremy Grant. 
sounds like a good guy here. I mean, that, that's the other guy I was debating. Yeah, so I was debating between TJ Warren, Jeremy Grant, Favors, and Jared Dudley. Sorry, I was sorry, Taylor. I just said Taylor must be so mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. well, I guess I don't know who I'm debating. So, yeah. so you just pick hey, were you over? talking about Jeremy Grant? Were you thinking about him, Jose? Be honest. Was he on your list or not? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna. I was gonna pick Jeremy Grant. Okay. As, as are you, you, it away for you? Are you picking Jeremy Grant? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. okay. So, so sorry, I, I just I didn't, really I just didn't know if that I was a pick to pick pick to make because. There's no right pick. I don't think there's a yeah, no right pick here. Because I'm like, because right now I'm narrowing it to TJ Warren, Jeremy Grant. Like, I, I feel like TJ Warren's recency bias of like what he did in the bubble. But at the same time, I feel like Jeremy Grant, what he's done in the bubble too, but also just like what he's shown this year. And I just like his career. He played in Philly. He like was played. He played on those bad teams in Philly, got traded to OKC, had that rough year with, but still, still showed progressions when he played with Russ. And then when he went to um, Denver, you know, he just really, kind of like really became like a a really good role player and right now right now he's getting like he's like their number one option at times that good at, minutes on a really bad team yeah, yeah he said to be and then if yeah. blake griffin doesn't play there the team's better so like, i feel, I feel like i want to i want to put him I, he he has shown some flashes of things i didn't see in denver i'm like oh man he could drive and he has like some uh he has some his handles a little bit better than i thought so uh i like what he's done this year so i'm gonna pick him on my team all right, Taylor, who are you picking here to close yeah, us off? All right. Well, Jose, you didn't even name the guy I was thinking about, which thankfully you named like 20 guys. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to take a former all-star, Chef Teague, with my last pick here. So give me a Wake Forest point guard, um, solid player, you know, seven, eight assist guy. He had some really good years with Atlanta. You know, they had a fun team with Millsap, I think. They were pretty competitive until they played LeBron's teams. But, yeah, just a solid, you know, what, 10 to 15, 18-point guy, good assists. I needed a good point guard to play with Mitchell and Tatum and Green, and I think he's just a solid player. Um, and he was the only guy left on my list outside of Jared Dudley. <laughs> so, uh, you know, so I'll just go with him. I don't, I don't love the pick. I, I like uh, Brogdon a little better, but – He's had, he's had a really solid career, you know, in some, some areas, yeah, maybe yeah. he's been more successful than some of these other guys that we've drafted. And, you know, obviously, you know, Atlanta was where he was good and he's sort of fallen off. Good career guy. Let's give me Jeff Teague. It was crazy. Cause like with, with Teague, he was, he was playing behind a point guard. I think he was playing behind um, Mike Bibby in Atlanta. Right. And they're like, he was like, their uh sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. And then once he got the starting role, I feel like right when he got the starting role, that's when Dennis Schroeder come, came in and he was like, Dennis Schroeder was coming after his job too. So it was like, he was going after Mike Bibby's job. And then when he got the starting role, the shooter was going after his job. So I thought it was kind of funny. Well, yeah, it's, it's a weird draft. I don't know. Like I, I thought it'd be better. It was yeah. not as impressed with the ACC, Danny. Maybe the <laughs> ACC bias is. Uh... Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just want to say with Jeff Teague, though, I don't think it's a bad pick. I think at his height, he was averaging 16 points, six assists. And and between 2011 all the way almost to 2019. So it's like eight years of like double digit scoring. So I don't think that's a bad pick at all. I know it's, it's our last pick here, but I feel like that's pretty solid um, in terms of, you know, picks here where I feel Maybe in the Pac-12 we were. I mean, it was pretty solid too. I don't know. It's it's hard, but let let's talk about that now though. <laughs> need a center for you, Danny. That's so, where we was, yeah. <laughs> but let let's talk about that. So for for the Pac-12, 
we felt like if we, if we took all the guys in the Pac-12 and, and built the best team of players that are starting, currently still playing, we, we think it's Harden, Westbrook, Clay Thompson, Andre Godal, and Kevin Love would make a top five, correct? Yeah, like a good all-history team, like talent-wise. Yeah. We think those would probably be the best, yeah. All right, so let's build that now with the ACC. So CP3, it would be the one, yeah. And Kyrie, yeah, him and Kyrie, we want the backcourt, back yeah. yeah. Um, and I think we'd want Tatum. Tatum would be a wing. Man, I think Brandon Ingram. We got to take Ingram, right? I think Ingram. Yeah, we got. Yeah, him, we, right? we have to. So we're not going to take Mitchell, right? Because that that would just would be wouldn't fit the team. Right? Oh yeah, I guess we can't take Mitchell. Who would be? Who'd be our? No, other, we got to take Mitchell. Mitchell. Well, they're both all stars. They're they're both similar. What do you think is going to have a better career, Mitchell or Brandon? What are you guys thinking? Even if we think about, future. I don't know. I don't know. I will. Well, who do you guys have? Who do you guys think has had the better career so far? Mitchell. I think Mitchell has. Mitchell's had a better career. Yeah, he started off better. Okay. Ingram started off slower, and then he, he exploded. So, so we last want year. Donovan Mitchell here. But you're gonna have yeah. CP3, Kyrie, and Donovan Mitchell. That's, that's, a of, that's a lot of ball handling, huh? Let's do let's do BI. Let's do Brandon Ingram. Let's do Who's, Tatum, and then we can do we can do Zion. Let's just Zion? do Zion. Yeah, why not? Zion. Yeah. All right. So if who do you all have winning? And this? they're getting killed by the Pac-12. The Pac-12 is gonna <laughs> kill, eat them alive. Yeah, yeah. CP3, Kyrie, Tatum, Brandon but, Ingram, Zion in, versus in five, Harden, Westbrook, Clay, Iguodala, and Love. But in five, ten years, I feel like the ACC could be way better than the Pac-12. Yeah. I think some so, of these guys just need to yeah. develop and build. I, I wanted, I wanted to ask you guys who who on our list that we didn't draft. You think will probably be in this list, like in like five years? You think mm. of that we didn't draft? I don't think yeah. anyone. I don't I mean, think anyone. Believe in RJ Barrett, huh? Kobe White, <laughs> Kobe White, Mike. Kobe White. No, RJ Barrett's a good guess or a good good name. DeAndre, yeah, DeAndre Hunter. Hunter. Yeah, DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter. I, yeah. I can see if we were drafting six players, I could see a guy like Joe Harris maybe leaving, being yeah. rostered here. No, it's not. No, you know that six Joey guy. Harris. No, I'm saying when we do our six, when we do our six pick, you know, like our six man off the bench. Yeah, no, it's true. I that's had another true. question for you guys. I feel like I, I on my list because I took the list of like everyone playing in the NBA on the on the ACC like. Who did you think was gonna pop? Like, was gonna be really good in the ACC from the ACC and just didn't, just didn't pop. Like for me, it was like, come on, Dennis. Just say, Smith. Just, just say Justice Winslow. Go ahead, over Dennis Smith Jr. <laughs> no, it was actually J- Jaleel Ogafor. I was like, oh man, I'm sad. That yeah. he Mine was to... mine's probably Jabari Parker. Oh, I I Jabari oh yeah, would be good. that's a good one. I thought he was gonna be good. They too. had Wendell Carter. They got Marvin Bagley. We didn't even talk about him. I I thought, thought, you know who I thought was going to be good? Dennis Smith Jr. I remember yeah. going to well, – we, we, we were at Summer, we were League. Summer League. And he yeah, like – Dennis Smith Jr., like I remember they were doing layup lines and he did like a you know, 360 behind the back dunk and we were like, dang, Dennis Smith. Like, wow, what a gap for, for the Mavs. And nope. Yeah. Cam well, Reddish maybe? He could be. I, we didn't uh, talk about Lon- Lonnie Walker could be on this list in the future. Or De- Devin Vassell, the other Spurs. So rookie. Like Cole Anthony. Mm-hmm. Cole Anthony's another guy. ACC's got a better future than Pac-12. Pac-12 has like no guys that I'm excited about. Yeah, that's um, true. We couldn't even name guys. ACC's got all these guys from these great schools. You could tell they're a lot better nowadays. All right, let's see guys. Let's see guys worth mentioning here that we missed out on. Terry Austin, Rozier, Austin Rivers, Austin Rivers. Yeah, uh, Malik Beasley doing pretty okay with Minnesota right now. We don't need to mention him. <laughs> uh, DeAndre Hunter. We didn't Atlanta. mention like Thaddeus Young. Thaddeus, Thaddeus Young. Young. Yeah. yeah. He's got a good career. He's got Cam some Reddish. Ed Davis from North Carolina. Patrick Williams might be good for the Bulls. We'll see in a few years. Uh, Luke Kennard is another name that might be 
Yeah, you know who I, I thought was going to be good and draft him. Uh, yeah. Nikhil Alexander Walker, uh, SJ's cousin. I thought he would be good by now, but he hasn't really had playing time with. Well, he's, he's behind. Yeah, games. is Virginia our last champion? Oh, is who Virginia the last champion? Yeah, yeah. The last they didn't even have an. They didn't even have a t- t- uh, tournament last year. So. Yeah, it's crazy. We ACC's won the last one. So wow, interesting. Uh, yeah, I think our our, our consensus is. We thought it'd be stronger, but it seems like the future is brighter for for them. It seems like the Pac-12 is a little stronger for us, but the future I is mean, not as bright for the Pac-12, right? One thing takeaway yeah. is like is that Duke is killing these these guys in recruiting, of course, right? But like the Duke North Carolina rivalry, I'm surprised that North Carolina hasn't produced stars. You know, like there isn't really like a top caliber guy that's been on that's played for North Carolina. Let's I look at that. I, how many how many guys did we take from Duke? That a we lot. take, I'd yeah. say half the draft was probably from them. So if I had to guess. Bi, Kyrie, Zion, Kyrie, Tatum. Zion, Tatum. Took five. I think we took five. So, so that's not, okay, that's not bad. Well, we took like four guys from West Fort from Wake Forest, right? Yeah, we took three, three from Wake Forest. So that's actually not too bad. That's true. We got and we got and we took and we took Danny Green. We mm. took we yeah. took Harrison Barnes. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, those are those are a couple those of Louisville's. Are, are, yeah, I feel like we have a good North Carolina. Yeah. So I feel like we represented them pretty well. So hopefully Cole Anthony can be the best player from North Carolina. Yeah, so. we even took a Florida State guy. Yeah. Kobe White too, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, this is fun, fellas. I'm excited to do our next conference. What's our next conference going to be? Do we know yet? We could do the SEC. Let's do the SEC, which means oh. we're going to do Kentucky. We should have we should have a like a rule. Only two players from Kentucky each. I think the SEC is gonna be really good. I don't I haven't I don't know, but like with LSU, with Florida, with Kentucky, obviously. I think it's gonna be a really exciting draft. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll see. I'm not a because of football, I'm not the biggest SEC fan, but we'll we'll see how their basketball sets up. All right. Well, thank you fellas for, for doing this. Uh Thank you all for tuning in and listening. Uh, again, we would appreciate if you all gave us a follow on social media. We are on Twitter at First Pick NBA Pod. We are on Twitter at First Pick NBA Pod. That's first with a one S T. We are also on Instagram at With the First Pick Podcast. With the First Pick Podcast. That's also with a one S T. We'd love for you to follow us, and we will talk to you all next time.